another solid gold podcast. It is so lovely to have been seeing blue skies here in Johannesburg again and that there are some robots working. Sorry, traffic lights for those people who don't know what a robot is and don't have those funny little things running around in the street. And of course, to see the beautiful face of the lovely Jenny Baxter in Antibes in front. You are in Antibes. I'm just trying to look at your background to see where you are at home in Antibes in France. How are you doing, Jen? Hey, Mal. I'm doing fine. We've also got a little bit of sun and... um and how are you? How's all the load shedding been? We just keep reading about it. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to keep positive and I am wearing my favorite t-shirt, which um, <laughs> if, you're watching, if you're watching our, our YouTube, it says, I'll, I'll tell you what it says, and it's a, my favorite t-shirt, by the way. Ek is jammer om van jou <laughs> so that is that is where I'm going today. Okay, I'm just trying. I'm just going out and about and helping people wherever I can who haven't had you know. If you don't have power for five days or three days or whatever, it gets a little bit um, kind of wearing. So there's the all the concomitant problems yesterday. that go with it. Yes, I, oh no, we had power. Yes, I got some washing done, and it was a beautiful sunny day with a little bit of a breeze, so everything got dried. So life was good, and I got to do some work as well, which is fabulous. So, you know, we we, we take our small pleasures where we can, but it's the concomitant pr- problems that happen when you know you, if your power goes down here in Johannesburg, the backlog of faults is so ridiculous that when you don't come back on after a four-hour load shedding block. Um, you know, and if um, in the infinite wisdom, many security companies have decided to go and lock up all the substations and the transformers and things, which means that the city power officials and workers can't get onto those properties or into that particular box because they don't have keys. And then the security company can't find the keys. Apparently, they're supposed to have them, but they don't. Then you get put to the bottom of the list and they go and do all other stuff. And that means another day that you don't have power when all it would take is for somebody to unlock it and tip up a switch, yes, which happens all too often in our area. Um, I don't know if you saw, but actually Australia, you know, they have a smart traveler thing just like South Africa does, where any yeah. Aussie travelers can just look on the government website for the latest guidelines on various countries. And they have um, issued an alert for South Africa because of the load shedding and just said yeah. um, they, they kind of had like statistics there about how how much crime increases during load shedding, um, particularly in shopping centres, apparently. So they, um, and they've got some great guidelines. Just, you know, they're not saying don't go to South Africa at all, but just, you know, be mm. prepared, have some perishables with you um, that don't need a fridge kind of thing. Um, make sure you've got extra... Oh, yeah, no, we've had, we had to throw there. all of the stuff in the freezer away, which is just like such a... You know, it's a bit of a waste. So nobody, none of us in our area now um, are actually even like going and buying food to keep in the freezer because, you know, we're just worried that we're just going to have no power again for four or five days, which is, yeah. is problematic. But, you know, it's also we still, as I keep saying, we still have it so much better than so many other people in this country because at least we still have the wherewithal and a roof over our heads. And so, as I was saying, it was so nice to have blue skies again. And I think a lot of people might have been feeling, oh, thank goodness I'm not being rained on for a change. Um yeah. So I do think, you know, I was sitting there and we also had a meeting for our area because of um, various problems. And with our dear friend Darren Bergman, who we have spoken yes. to so often here, um, who does a lot of, of good for South Africa. Um, and I just turned around and said, you know what? We cannot expect people to do anything for us anymore. 
Okay. Obviously, when it comes to things like electricity, we can't go messing around with it. But if it's potholes, if it's this, that and the other, don't expect somebody else to be reporting it. Report it yourself. If there's an issue, if you see that streetlights are out, go and take down the details, get hold of your area representatives and get them to, you know, take it on. If you see that there are no street names, okay, go and get some spray paint. I just saw the best TikTok this morning of these guys (laughs) who've been driving around with like, they've got a thousand tins of spray paint and they're going and they're putting, you know, like here in South Africa, we can report to the pothole patrol, which is run by Discovery and Dial Direct and they come and they fill the potholes. So these guys are going and they're circling the potholes with white paint and then putting ANC in the same way that Dial Direct or Discovery would go and put their names on the road where they fixed it. They're now saying wherever it's broken they've actually put a and c thank you very much which i thought was <laughs> was very funny um very yeah, so did you see the the video that went totally viral brilliant south african safari um it's it's a comedian yes i did watch part of it yeah yeah, yeah. and he's and and it's all about going on safari all the south african potholes but done with david attenborough's voice saying mm. um this you know, the soul pothole because it's asexual, it can multiply and become a family. Yes, oh gosh, that was, uh, that was very funny. It was so good. But <laughs> a whole family then, of potholes. <laughs> and then he he wrote to SA People saying thank you for posting it and blah, blah, blah. But he said oh, lovely. a really lovely thing, which was, you know, um, it is sad, it's funny and sad all at the mm. same time. But that honestly, if if the country can laugh together, then it can find solutions together. So, But that's what I'm saying, that everybody needs to actually come together. We, we, by now, I think that we should have realized that nobody's going to do this stuff for you. And I think that a lot of people's frustration is because nothing's getting done. So my solution is to go and do something. Because it will make you feel better. It makes you feel that you're back in control of something. Find somebody who needs some help and go and help them. It doesn't matter if it's your next door neighbor, somebody three streets away, somebody who's begging on the corner. Do something to make a difference. Okay, don't just sit there like a lot of the people in our area. They're just like, oh, well, I'm not going to do it because I pay my rates and taxes. And therefore, I'm not. Why should I have to do this stuff? And I'm just like, you know what, guys, with that kind of attitude, I'm not going to help you. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're But anyhow, yeah. but I mean, as you can see, I'm, I'm like kind of like it, it gets, as I said, I think before that the only time it really, really freaks me out is when the traffic lights go out yeah. um, because people here are just so irritated and so stressed and so anxious and they just don't take um, any of the rules of the road seriously anymore. And, and I find that, you know, if you come to a robot which is out, stop. No, people go flying straight through it. So from that <laughs> point of scary. view, be lekker, people. That's yeah. the only time that I get really freaked <laughs> out. So I just try not to go on the roads when there's load shedding, <laughs> which is all the Which's time. <laughs> you can start walking everywhere. But talking about roads, I know that they're closing off some roads down in Cape Town. And oh my word, I wish I was down there um, because, of course, they've got the, the Cape Town e pre happening. And, of course, you know, me and my, my racing. I, I miss know. racing. I have to be honest. I would love to do it again. But my children turned around and said after they saw what I used to get up to, no, you're <laughs> never doing that again because we want you to stay alive. And I suppose they had a point there. But I really do miss it. But it's, okay. it's not the same as, as the good old days of Group N. And somebody reminded me yesterday because there's also the nine hour happening. And I did a few nine hours and seven hours and six hours. And, of course, Clive Rice. 
um, you know, the great cricketer who also then went yeah. into racing at the same time I was racing and he was in class D, I think, and I was in class C. Um, you know, we, we did those races together. So it was a nice little trip down Melanie Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed well, it now. It's Melanie it's, Lane. But, but I love that. I saw that on Facebook. Um, but I do think, I mean, you could still go to the nine-hour one at Kyle Army this weekend. There's still the yeah. vibe. And um, yeah. and I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised that there's some there's some good stuff happening today in 2023 as well. And like no, it's the, fantastic. I mean, especially yeah. this one in Cape Town is brilliant. What's, what's brilliant. going on it's, there? But I mean, so, I mean, Ted went, Ted Werther went and took mm -hmm. a whole bunch of photos. He said he's never seen anything so big in South Africa. So many people being employed. It's all about renewable energy, raising awareness mm -hmm. and everything. Um, and it's, yeah, so that that is going to be so. Man, good they should have been doing it in Cape Town, I mean, not in Cape Town, in Joburg, because the Cape Town people have got a handle on that. I mean, like, Joburg people just don't have a clue. They should have been a Kyle Army man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then Kyle Army at least will be the the nine hour, the Kyle Army yeah. nine. Um, but then obviously Ted hours. never went to, um, in the good old days, to Kyle Army in the days when the actual original Formula One Grand Prix used to come to South Africa. With, I remember watching Rene Onu and Elio De Angelis. And I mean, I was what, 14 and I was completely in love with all these racing drivers. And I got to go and see the behind the scenes things because my father was the president of one of the Lions Clubs here in, in Joburg. So I got to see all of this stuff. It was great. I loved yeah. it. Blood, you know, you get this ah, this amazing energy. So I hope that that is what happens in Cape Town with this E pre Formula yeah. E race. Brilliant, yeah. No, what if it goes fast as Formula One? And and then also mm. like a big shout out to Wade Young, the enduro racer, hard enduro racer, South African. So he's just been on such a roll. I think in November he won Roof of the World. And mm -hmm. um, and then this year already he's won two races. The two races that he's been so far, he's won. They were in France. So yeah, it's no, we have a wonderful racing. culture of fantastic racing drivers on two wheels and four. Of course, yeah. all I want to do is go and race a truck in the Dakar. And you will. <laughs> I will. That will happen yeah. one day. Definitely. Okay, so that now we, we could sit and wax loquacious about racing cars and, and big races and past things and Jody Schechter and, you know, all of that stuff. But maybe we should get on to what news do you have in from expats? Uh, really exciting news. You know Pretty Yen there? She's the soprano singer who, you know, New yeah, York, Paris, singer, yeah. she's the toast of town. Um, King Charles has invited her to sing, uh, to do a solo at his coronation in um, in May. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, well, Buckingham Palace sent the invitation. So that's that's really, like she said, she just has no words. She's so excited. You know, it's just oh, such an honor. Tom Bentley. That's probably what her actual name is, even though she's called Pretty. Ntom Bentley, which means pretty. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's fantastic. She must, you go, girl. You yeah. go. That's brilliant. That so is great. really, really cool to hear. And, and, and then also... For expats, there was an article that was really popular, you know, touched the nerve with many people, and we've spoken about this topic before. Um, the article was called Mom, You're Cancelled. And it's, you know, when your parents drop you like hot potatoes. Or, sorry, when your children drop you like a hot potato. Uh, so it happens within Why? South Africa. But it also happens when when children move abroad and then they get a new life and kind of forget about their parents. And um, 
and then and then in South Africa itself, it's marrying somebody else, and then the new person doesn't really want to go to the to the old parents so yeah. much or whatever. And it's so like what's been happening from time immemorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now with with more South Africans moving abroad, it's it's just become an even bigger topic. And um, Mia was saying, Mia, who wrote it, who you seem to know, Mia Ziervogel. Oh, so she's a photographer. Yeah, Ziervogel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, she's, she's she's a amazing. really really kind of prof- amazing photographer and curator. And I hate you know I don't use that word lightly. Yeah. She she has these amazing ability well this amazing ability to curate really amazing stuff um, when it comes to visual, which I well, like. Well, you a lot. know what else she does, which I just love, is she's she's now writing, and everything she she has a website called Dossier, and everything mm. that she writes she finds what action you can take. So, so it's not just an interesting article. It's also got steps that people can take to make whatever that topic was better. So mm. with this topic, you know, she's, she's got videos and organizations to call and everything. Because she said she was in a pharmacy in, in um, Hyde Park and, you know, the lady in front just took so long. And when she got to the counter, she said, have I told you this, Mal? No. no? Oh. And was she telling she got... the, the person her story because she had nobody to talk to? Exactly. So when Mia yeah. got to the counter, Mia said, oh, that lady took a long time. And the teller said, or the owner, sorry, said, you know, she's got nobody else. She comes here for yeah. a conversation, basically. Um, her family moved abroad. Uh, her children moved abroad. And, um, and she said, you know, I'd rather talk to her than actually my paying customers yeah. because she needs me more. <gasps> oh, so yeah. beautiful. No, I, like I, that, there is an, a th- I think it's something that I've, I've kind of noticed for many, many years, the people who are all on their own and they have no one to talk to. Um, and that's why I spend, wherever I go, whenever I have any interaction with anybody, be it a teller in a supermarket, and it drives my kids mad. Okay, <laughs> But I always make a point of interacting in a positive way with every single person I come across. Unless, of course, they're driving badly, then I'm going to actually take it into my own hands, go rip off their arm and hit them with the wet end if they do something which is wrong because it's the only thing that they'll understand. But apart from that, no, it's always, I try, uh, it used to be the, there was a a couple of older uh, men who sat there and, decided to start um, a business for people, men over 65, so they could feel worthwhile again. And we did a whole lot of stuff with Dr. D, the psychologist, about um, how middle-aged white men in South Africa are some of the loneliest people in in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe probably like all over the world. Yeah. But it was that nobody has time for anybody else or people to talk to. And you never know what people are going through. So I'll happily sit and talk to people. And if I can make a difference in that person's day, fantastic. You know and what's everybody lovely should do. Here? It goes back to doing it yourself. Yeah. What, what's lovely here is that you get like bull. So it, doesn't cost anything. It's it's there, you know, next to the beach or whatever. Where where now women as well, but you know, elderly people go and all play together. Um, and and in Greece, what you see a lot is you know men playing tavli or cards or whatever. Mm. Um, it's and yeah yeah. And there's a big coffee culture as well. I just think it it helps with um, with loneliness. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, we've become very polarized in the big cities here in, in South Africa. 
Yeah. It's very difficult for a lot of people who don't have friends or family, as you said. Anyway, so well done to you, Mia. Go and read that article, people. Mom, you are cancelled. Have you got it up on, on sapeople.com? We have. We have. And Good. and talking about parents, um, Richard E. Grant, you know, the actor from Iswatini, mm. which formerly Swaziland, he just did a brilliant hosting of the BAFTA Awards in London. Um, I love how South Africans, remember Trevor Noah last week for the Grammy Awards was the host. Yes. Now Richard E. Grant. We're taking over the world, one yeah. person at a time. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> so, so Richard E. Grant caught everybody's attention. And not only was he really good at hosting, but he was wearing two watches. And, and people were like on Twitter going, Am I seeing things? Is Richard Grant wearing two watches? And it turns out that he always wears two watches because the one is on British time and the other one was the other a one's gift on South from African. his father who passed away. Yeah, and, and it's on Iswatini time, which is South African time. So Aww. he always knows. Isn't that sweet? Richard Estehazer. Oh, brilliant guy. Love him to bits. All right, what else have we got? Oh, you've got something here about Portsmouth. What's going on there? Uh, it's um, you know you know the very tragic sinking of the ship a hundred and six years ago um, in the First World War. There were six hundred and forty-seven. Lots of ships. <laughs> yeah, South African though. Um, uh, so okay. It was early in the morning, and and they were on their way to France to support the Allied forces. Uh, 647 mainly black South Africans from the labor force. And, um, mm. and, and this big ship that was double their size crashed into them. And so most of the well, 647 of them drowned. And yesterday mm. was the anniversary. And, um, and so the Portsmouth, the, the memorial is in Portsmouth because obviously, as you know, it's a, it's a port city there. My and hometown. Oh, it, it's looking so beautiful. Because um, Renal van Zayl, a South African expat who takes a lot of photographs in England for us, she was there, she lives there, and so she mm. took some photos. There was a beautiful service with the mayor of Portsmouth. Um, and, and then the memorial itself, the, you know the memorial stone, it's got that beautiful quote from the reverend who was on the ship as it was sinking. And he, he shouted out to the people, um, come on, don't be scared. We're doing what we came here to do. We came to die and just like basically accept it. And we're all brothers. I'm Zulu, you're um, Basuta, whatever, you know, Pondo, Swazi, whatever. Um, mm. But we're all brothers together. We've all left our assegais in Africa, but we still got our voices. And so they sang as they sank. They sang in unison. It's beautiful. No, sorry, that's, I actually feel like bursting into tears on that. That's so lovely. Really well, not lovely, but I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 So, okay. so he, I mean, what a patriot. What a, yeah. So, so there was that yesterday, that memorial. On mm -hmm. happier news, um, a lot of South Africans have been in Germany this week because it's been the Berlinale, the like Berlin International Film Festival. Mm. And um, there was Estelio Savante, who, if you play video, uh, no, what's it called? Call of Duty, Call of Duty mm. video game, he's the South mm. African voice. I think the character's called Ajax. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, this like, specialist guy. That. But he's, he's been in some bigger, greater movies, but everybody knows him 
because of Ajax, because of the video game. Um, okay. So he had three films there uh, that he's produced and, and starred in. And one Disney of them, boy. one of them, interestingly, was Anne Heche's last film before she tragically passed away. Um, it's called What Remains. I haven't seen the film, but it, it was there in the market. Okay, and where can we see that? Um, not yet, but it'll be during the year they'll be distributed. That's, that's why he was at the market there, or not him personally, but that's why the three films were there. They're oh, at okay. the market getting bought up. So as soon as we know, we'll let you know. Excelente. That'll be quite good to see. Yeah. Right, so we, we, we've talked about potholes enough. We've talked about all kinds of, um, let's, the, all the bad stuff. So that's all done and dusted. <laughs> um, World Pangolin Day. Did you see about um, the pangolin? Where was the pangolin that was saved? And then the one gave birth to a pangolin. That's the one I wanted to tell you. A pangapup. Oh, no, what do they call them? A, pe- a yeah. pup- puggle, no? No, they call them no, a, the pango, is a pango pup. A pango pup. Yeah, my so note says right. mango, but it's pango. That's all A mango drink. pup. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were young, we used to take mangoes and eat them. They were still the ones with the hairy, oh, you get the mangoes yes. that had the hair on the pip. And we'd oh. eat them and then we'd wash our mango pips and then we'd have little brushes and we could make little glooks out of it. Do you remember glooks? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, but and glooks and we'd put eyes onto our mango pips. Hmm? What do you mean used to have? We still get some mangoes like that. Oh, I haven't had one of those mangoes with hair in it for years. Oh, really? No. I, I love mangoes. Yeah, I love mangoes. Oh, they're just, when we walk into a grocery and oh, you smell when the, ri- the ripe mm. mangoes are in there. It's like walking into a wall of deliciousness. I could just sit there all day. Oh. So, but I, I might be, look a bit odd just standing there and sniffing loudly the whole time. <laughs> you know, Cassie <laughs> loved them. Cassie loved them so much that she ate so many she became allergic to them. No. On Christmas Day, yeah, worst thing. And now she, now she, can't, she can't even have a little bit in her juice, nothing. Oh no! Don't have too many Horrible. Yeah. All right. So, so we've talked about the the South African safari, the pothole safari. Yeah. Um, the, I, I see that you've put here about the Durban heat lightning because, of course, it's been so hot in so many areas in the country, and of course, it's flooding on the Vol, and they've been having to open up the sluice gates um, on the Vol River. And I, I know some people have had to actually evacuate their homes on the Vol and move yeah. into a place, and it was like knee deep in water. So, I mean, this, this is a country of extremes, man. Um, and then I saw that you had a picture up about somebody had taken a, a, a long exposure of the lightning flashes over the sea somewhere down Amazing. the KZN Chris, coast. Yeah. Christo Smith. So he, he takes lots of photos mm. and then um, it gets, oh, there's a word, that, it becomes a composite uh, image. He overlays them. And that's I was going to say he amalgamates them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, um, Durban had like 43 degrees, which is the hottest yeah. in living memory kind of thing. So it was pretty hectic. And, um, and, but his photos made up for it. Gee. And, and then I know he's not your favorite, Kevin Hart, but he had such a brilliant tour in South Africa. He I saw. I have been following it. And, and I saw that Trevor Noah was there. I saw when he went to some – he was a surprise guest at a school – somewhere and they that some of the kids knew that he would be popping onto the stage but nobody else knew and he arrived oh. at the, some big um prize giving that he was doing so i like it that he's been getting down on the ground with people and not you know doing the usual i'm a celebrity get me and out of here kind of thing you've got to actually watch the show on netflix 
He is the mm. most down to earth, uh, amazing. If you want to learn about love, mm -hmm. somebody to watch. Um, <laughs> Do you think I haven't learned enough about it already at my age? <laughs> <gasps> no, I find I find some of the things he says are just like little nuggets. But um, okay. yeah, he said. I mean, and he's done a lot of shows around the world. And he mm -hmm. said when Trevor Noah um, was on stage and the, and the audience wasn't expecting it and Trevor Noah went on stage in Pretoria to introduce him, uh, he said he has never heard such a loud applause anywhere. So there was that beautifully proud South African moment of, oh, it's Trevor, our guy, back in SA. Uh, no, my, my, as I'm sure you know, my, one of my twins um, is a complete Trevor Noah fanatic. She is, she, he's her hero, in fact, but she got it the wrong way around once. And it sounded like she thought that Trevor Noah was like... <laughs> <laughs> but she is like anything and everything he does. I think she's probably his most steadfast fan. She, she absolutely adores him. Aww. And he is wonderful. Um, and we're very, very lucky that we have so many amazing people, as we've already said, coming out of our country. Yes. Absolutely. And Sia Colisi also gave him a Springbok um, jumper as well. Oh, good. Um, oh, say good morning to your cat for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wants my water. And then um, if you're in Cape Town, please head to Newlands on Friday evening. It's the Women's T20 World Cup. It's been really exciting. And South Africa has made it through to the semi-final. So semi-finals uh, semi are on Thursday and Friday night, but South Africa, if you want to watch South Africa, that's Friday night. So, so that um, is a very good reason to get to, South, uh, to, to Cape Town as well. Two different things, yeah. sports-wise, in one weekend in Cape Town. <gasps> I think we should all move down there. Well, they do reckon that there's going to be at least a million people who are going to be moving down to the Cape this year. Wow. I see a lot on Facebook. You see all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Doberg girl, though. So, you know, it's going to take me a while to get out of here, to be honest. Maybe okay, you so. Maybe you'll <laughs> you anyway, we were talking about pangolins and pango pups, and we didn't get on to what the story was about. Oh. Oh, just, no. just how, how wonderful that Corey. So, Corey had been um, caught by poachers, and then the poachers mm. were caught. Corey and the poachers were caught and they and they rescued Corey. Then after Joburg Wildlife Fet um, did all their good stuff, Corey and some other pangolin were released into the wild, but with cameras at strategic spots. And that's how they noticed that this little rescued pangolin has now given mm -hmm. birth to a little a little pango pup that was clinging onto pup. clinging onto her back. Um, and they've and they've seen her again. I think last weekend or something. So mm. they're both doing well, mom and baby, which is very exciting. Okay. Oh, by the way, um, I know you know it's the most poached mammal in the world. I know, and and there's absolutely no reason for it at all. Yeah. And my daughter is very very lucky to have actually seen one at night when she was on her um, her. What do you call that thing that you? Oh, course, <laughs> she's on her course doing her becoming a, a nature guide. Um, I don't know if you you did see and if you've put it on yet about the um, Paul Herbst, the director of Media Response in KZN, who mm. was over with Gift of the mm -hmm. Givers in in Turkey. I'm sorry, I'm still calling it Turkey because I don't know what the actual pronunci pronunciation is these days. Turkey or whatever, but it's Turkey, so people understand what I'm talking about. Um, still don't know what happened to him, but he. Passed away. He passed away um, just after getting back from his rescue mission over there. 
Um, and so to, I, w- I would just like to say to all of those people who are fighting for people, um, aiding people, whether they are paramedics, especially in this country, because it's hectic, the people who are helping animals, um, the people who are giving up their time and everything that they have to go and help other people in other countries as well. A big ups to all of you and and my sincere condolences to all the people who knew Paul and worked with Paul and stacked it to you all. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that he was sad. actually um, near Salt Rock. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it might have been up there. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, shame, man. Okay, so let's get on to something that might bring a smile to some people's faces. I know that um, Dumb, Dam, Dam, Dam yeah. has started again on Showmax. It has. Season two, and you can binge watch the first season as well. I, of course, have got three people who asked me in the last week, what was that Afri- a South African crime drama that you were raving about? It's called Donker Boss, don't forget. <laughs> and That's available as well. That. You can binge watch that now as well. It's yeah. fantastic. And so what got, else is there that we can and watch? And we've got like interviews with um, different actors from Dam, mm. Dam, also D-A-M. Um, on SA People, if you want to know more about them and the filming and everything. Um, then also, just just a, a young South African girl had her coming-of-age film pre- pre- having its European premiere in Berlin this week. It's called oh, okay. Mirror Mirror, and it's in English and Causa. Um, mm. and, and apparently really good, really real, you know, yeah, um, and funny. And um, and then we've got the the trailer for Stella Murders, which is okay. a crime documentary, also Showmax, and based on a true story you might remember where two best friends died in their hostel and apparent suicide, but mm-hmm. it turned out that actually it was murder. So, um, <gasps> and, it's the, and it's the same guys who did Devil's Door. Oh, so you that know is, that, yeah, that was quite a thing. That's yeah. going to be powerful. Uh, and then I went and checked out Kings of the World that you told me to check out last week. The Kings of Joburg. Yeah, but I thought you said Kings of the World, and that's and that's Colombia. <laughs> but no, the, the, Kings of Joburg. Kings of Joburg, <laughs> and, it's, and it's season two that's just started, and mm. it's actually in the top five on Netflix at the moment in yeah. in South Africa. So. It looks pacey and fun, but I'm still got to get my act together to go and watch Reka, which I'm, I actually would like to. Oh, um, yeah, Kim, totally. It's Kim Emmerbrecht, yeah, so yeah. I'd like to see that. But, but okay. now, on, mm. on that, um, uh, it's, you, you know uh, Kings of Joburg? Mm. But there's a supernatural family curse. So then that immediately Ooh. kicks me out. Well... Yeah, no, there were some things that we watched which were done by really good people. And I thought, oh, this is going to be fantastic. And then, you know, it went and you carried on watching and then it devolved into vampires and zombies. And I can't remember what the name of the series was. That's how much it actually annoyed me. And I was really cross with the person who suggested it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, you should watch this. I think we discussed it about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I'll let, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what, I will watch it and I'll okay, let you Okay, you be know, the sacrificial that. viewer. 
Thank and the you. sacrificial everything. <laughs> but I mean, it's got to be good for it to be. I'll take class. one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mal. <laughs> okay, so what have you got coming up that's going to be making the headlines on sapeople.com next week? Well, maybe not headline, headlines, but just really enjoyable and feel good is um, we've got a story from Warza Moya and Friends. We, we did post it on Facebook and it was mm-hmm. so popular that now we're going to have some more information for people because. People were just begging for more info about Hazel, the 79-year-old lady who it takes her about three months to make six baskets. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're like woven, weaved, whatever you... Woven, yes. Woven. And, um, and, it's, <laughs> and, and they tell a story. You know those oh. African baskets? They're so beautiful. Yes. Um, so... so I mean, and she's just, so we had a photo with her and some of the baskets and everybody wants Mm. to know more. So we're going to have all that up and how people can get them themselves um, and support towards Moya, who, um, I don't know if you remember, but they they support so many people in KwaZulu-Natal, people who are victims of flood or whatever. Mm. Mm. They're one of the best organizations to donate to. Uh, And then we have another lighthearted story about Stompolina, who is an Ireland who thinks he's a dog or she's a dog. (laughs) Okay, that's just weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cool. There's some lovely videos and it's, yeah. Mm. Okay, well, that all sounds, um, I mean, you know, I I troll. When I I have power and my, I don't have an inverter and I don't have solar and I don't have a generator. So I'm pretty much, I have a little, little inverter thing that gives me a bit of power to my Wi-Fi. So eventually, you know, occasionally I can have a look at what's happening in the world. (laughs) But I'm quite happy being locked away from it a lot of the time. So I do rely on you to keep me updated with what's happening, you know, I have to say. (laughs) And of course, I, I rely on the rest of the people in South Africa. To, to get me going and most of the rest of the time what I'm doing is running around the streets trying to help people Good girl, Mal. <sighs> can you see my halo look <laughs> it's nice and bright today no I'm joking I'm, I'm not that altruistic it makes me feel good that's why I do it anyhow Jenny enjoy your day go and have a, a, a look at the sea for me while I'm stuck here in Joburg staring at like grey buildings Um, And, of course, we will catch up with you again next week. And for those people who have been listening all the way through, don't forget, of course, that you can also share your positive stories with us. And maybe we'll talk about you too. We'll catch you again next week. Jenny, take care, darling. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast. 